Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. <clears throat> my name is Quinn David Furness, and this is my show, Quinn David Furness Presents. We're three times in already. The Beantown Podcast for Saturday, September 9th, 2023, 9-9-23, 9-9. Speaking of 9-9, Oktoberfest, what's going on? How are you? What's happening? My name is Quinn, and we are coming to you live from the north side of the Chicago area, Really starting to notice the difference in the sun levels now. It's about 6.30, 6.40 p.m. Uh, uh, Central time here, and it really feels like the sun is uh, peeking behind the trees here for the last time. And that's the tough thing about Chicago. You know, it's like when you get, I feel like for me, when you get towards the end of summer, August in particular, it can get so hot and so muggy, excuse me, to the point where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is way too much. And I fully recognize that Chicago summers, as far as intensity goes, nothing compared to a large swath, S-W-A-T-H, of the country. But then it feels like it happens so fast. I think it's a one-two punch between the temperature getting a little bit cooler, but then the days get so much shorter. All of a sudden, you go from, like, late August, you're having drinks on the patio at 7 p.m. to early October, and it's like, if you're on the patio at 7 p.m., it's going to be dark. You better button up in your flannel, which I think is just a big, it's a big difference, right? I wore flannel and khakis last night to a bar um, to see some friends. And, you know, it was like 60 degrees mid early October, but still, once the sun goes down, you want that stuff on. So it is that time of year. Um, what's going on? I will let you know. Listener discretion is advised when you listen to this program. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this pod- podcast is objectively terrible. And this is very much like a, we're just fitting this podcast in where we can get it in type of weekend. Not that I'm particularly busy, but just... I don't, look, I've always been forthright and forthcoming with you all, the Beanheads. Thank you for listening. Hashtag Beantown Podcast. Um, if I don't have an ace in the hole, if I don't have just a great show to come out and hit you with, I'm not going to keep you for too long, right? I feel like I personally, personally speaking, in terms of how much I enjoy the show, not only listening but producing it, I've been on a really strong run lately, something I've really enjoyed. Obviously, we got fantasy football last week. There was the uh, medical procedures. I've always wanted to try part two. The week before, uh, we've had shows about uh, quicksand. We've had shows about the woolly mammoth, the history of that. The point I'm trying to make here is I'm not coming into this show with like, a, oh, this is a dynamite topic. We got to hit this, this, and this. I'm doing this because the Beantown Podcast has been around for six and a half years, creeping up on 300 episodes. I think it's October when we hit the 300 milestone, 300 episode milestone. But the number one philosophy, core value, mission statement of this show has always been that it, you know, no matter what's going on in life, right? From week to week, from day to day, from month to month, doesn't matter whether you are, you know, you you had a bad swim practice, right? Or the Spirit of the Lord is enacting vengeance upon you. Or you, you got catfished by this, 
you know, random person, probably some white dude from Hoffman Estates or something. And the original picture that was used was some lady's like 14 year old daughter. And I'm not personally trying to say like, oh, I knew she was 14 when I swiped right. I'm just saying like in hindsight, after the research, I learned that she was 14. And then you start chatting with this with this young lady and the young lady is like, oh, you know, we're in Chicago for the weekend, like, you know, for a funeral. And you were like, oh, like, what's going on? I'm sorry to hear that. And the young lady is like, oh, I'm doing okay, but my mom is like really struggling. So she's like turned to working out, um, you know, at the hotel and stuff to make sure like she can process the grief. So like here's some pictures of my mom and, you know, there's some really nice like gym photos, frankly, and like in the pool, you know, sauna, you know, lifting weights, like getting big, getting bulky, but like still looking tight and you're sitting there on your phone being like, well, this is kind of weird. Like I matched with some random girl um, on a dating app and now it's sort of like, why am I getting pictures of this mom? But like, you know, you're kind of lonely. And so like, OK, you'll go with it. And then eventually, you know, you're it's you know, it's kind of a, it's the weekend. So you're like, oh, you know, let's like let's make it happen. All right. Like you only live once. So like, like YOLO, let's make it work. And so the mom is like, okay, we're staying, you know, just north of downtown, like Gold Coast, River North, Shooterville area. So, like, if we could, like, find a, like, a wine bar down there, it'd be really great. And so you're like, okay, like, I know a good spot. I Frankly, I've never been there because I'm not really, you know, uh, affluent enough to be able to go, you know, to any sort of bar south of Diversity Parkway. But, like, okay, for just this one, because, like, you don't know what could happen sort of thing like okay like let's do it let's go with it let's see what happens so you go down there and it's like a sunday and so believe it or not they have some sort of like happy hour special and it's like i think it's like three or four dollar pours of wines or something whatever it could be and you get there before that person who uh, let's clarify again uh this is not a real person but you're getting catfish big time and so you're like okay i'll have one wine and you're watching um the uh, the connors on abc with john goodman but not roseanne barr and then you have a second one and then the waitress comes back just like oh bro i don't think your date is coming you know like just wait i know she'll be here like she's a stone cold fox and you get a third wine because you're really feeling yourself, and it's you know you know mid September ish, and uh, eventually like no show, stop texting you, call nothing, like the number is disconnected, and eventually you do a reverse image search, and you learn that this uh, like total hottie is some Portuguese like legitimate Portuguese like voice actress like television host. I don't really know what she does, but. Um, you know, you realize like this lady is not in Chicago for a funeral, but I give props to the person who catfished me because like they actually went on this lady's Instagram page and found pictures of the daughter and then apparently had so much time on their hands to like make a profile for the daughter and then get a conversation going and then switch it to the like mom who was like had the main Instagram page and you're like, that seemed like a lot of work for very little payoff just to get me to go to this wine bar where I had like $3 wine specials and I got pretty much trashed for like, let's be honest, after tax and tip, like $13.25 maybe. And so you do all of that. And that's why listener discretion is advised when you listen to the Beantown podcast because you don't know who's listening. Get a sip of our uh, Lagunitas here. 
I would also like where, uh, as long as we are talking about listener discretion, I would like to say thank you and support our sponsors at Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, guys, don't just blow it off, right? Like, your home is a big investment. This is a big deal, right? This could lead to generational wealth like I'm building $10 at a time with my software test. Don't just say, oh, whatever. We'll get around to it someday. No, call an expert. You're going to want to call someone who's certified, safe, trusted, protected. That man is Steve. 541-410-0316. Or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's right. They have their own website, folks. This is a legit operation. It is going to solve pretty much all of your home ownership uh, quandaries. Q-U-A-N-D-R-I-E-S, I assume. Frankly, I don't know, nor am I confident. It will solve all your quandaries. Again, homeprideoregon uh, at uh, gmail.com or homeprideoregon.com or 510 no, that's not right. Scratch the phone number. We got it to you right earlier. It ends in uh, 0316. 5404100316. Now I'm, uh, this is where, so I was going to leave the show with this, but I didn't want to turn off any of the religious fanatics. Um, I took an edible. Okay, so it's 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 almost 7... Five four one four one zero zero three one six. There you go. That's the number. Okay, so we got through home part organ. Um, I took an edible at like one o'clock. So Rachel is is out and about this afternoon, this uh, weekend with family in the suburbs. Happy uh, bridal shower! Shout out to uh, cousin in law of the podcast, Miggy. Hope it was a great day and Zach. All that fun stuff. Whatever. Not, not to be flippant, but just, you know, let's let's keep it moving, okay? Uh, but what that means is that Quinster was left all alone today to do whatever he desired. And so I started off, uh, I did a little seven-mile run this morning. Came home, had some eggs and sausage. My little English breakfast, eggs, sausage, and coffee. And then I did a classic Quinn move where you, like, there's a Cubs day game this afternoon. And spoiler alert, they lost again. That's three straight at home versus the Diamondbacks, like WTF. I have no explanation for it. But plowing ahead here, I was, like, on StubHub. I literally set up a Google Chrome extension to refresh the page every 60 seconds so that I could just, like, monitor the price. And I'll say this. Typically when that happens, like, I'm just kind of seeing how it fluctuates, and it's the vision in my head of like, oh, I might go to this game is kind of cool, but I don't know if there's a realistic number where I'm like, oh, yeah, if it hits this number, then I will pull the trigger on StubHub and like buy the ticket and go to the game. Now, with that in mind, I did see the tickets. I had them on auto-refresh go down once to 28 with all fees included. Now, a very quick aside as we're in the middle of our ad read break here. To just give a big middle finger to StubHub, here's the thing. You go on StubHub, you select your event, whatever. You can view the tickets, select your quantity. It's all great. It's a good user experience. But then there's an option on StubHub to click and toggle on so that the price changes from the face value of the price, whatever, to all included, right? Taxes, fees, local things, whatever. Like, yes, 
I want to see at the end of the day, I go experience this event, program, whatever it is, how much are you actually going to charge my credit card? Like, that's what I want, StubHub. So I turn that on, and I do see this is super random. Most So to give you context, most of the tickets are in, like, the high 40s, low 50s range. And for me, on a day where I'm not doing anything, it's like, I don't want it personally, based off of my income and my lifestyle, I don't want to pay that much to just, like, to just get your foot in the door, right? To just go sit at Wrigley. Because then it's like, f- honestly, after tax and tip, like 15 bucks now for a beer. And I mean, it's just kind of, it's kind of ridiculous at this point. So if you just did, let's say you were super prudish and did one beer and just one ticket. If you're, you know, talking like mid forties, you're talking 60 bucks just to catch a ball game and have one beer for being there three hours, whatever, not worth it. Right. I, now, I did see one time, about an hour before game time, I, I had a ticket pop up on my refresh to 28. And so I was all over that. And I maybe you're, you know, I mentioned at the beginning, like, oh, I don't know if there was a price that would show up that would make me think I want to jump on this. But I guess knowing what I know now, like, if you show me a two at the start of that figure, then I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So I select the 28. StubHub does this thing where it's like you can select it, but you only get $10 to like complete your checkout purchase, you know, finish your transaction. Ten, or ten, $10, 10 minutes is all you get, right? And then we're going to release it back to the rest of the uh, public, which makes sense, right? That's, I'm not, you know, whatever, like, but I'm aware of that policy, right? And so I select the ticket. I wait maybe three or four minutes to get some more refreshes in, see if anyone's going to follow suit. But the, I know the 28 is secure. Like, I've selected it. It's in my cart, whatever. Next step. I'm like, this is probably uh, 12.30 p.m. Game starts at 1.20. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I have the whole day to myself. I don't, can do anything I want. I can drink, wh- you know, whatever I want to do. The only thing I know I want to do is go up to uh, Lincoln Square to go see Oktoberfest. Um. So I'm like, you know what? It's a 120 game. Even if it lasts like three hours, 420, I can bop up to Oktoberfest after. Still have a full day, like whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like I'm down. I go down to check out and their listener discretion advised bullshit all included fees that showed 28 on the previous page. Now it's 33, okay? So all of our included fees were 28, but then the ones that weren't included were an extra five. So... You might say, well, it's $5. Like, what's the big difference? It's the principle of it, people. You can't let me select a a toggle on a a functionality that says, show me what the bottom dollar price is. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow, you're only a day away. To finish this story, however, right in the middle of our ad break, very rude. Um, they're saying, oh, no, it's $33 to go to this game. So, honestly... Without getting too much deeper into this, just my 
my thesis summary. Dude, StubHub, like, get totally rocked. Not fun. I say, oh, no, I will go out of my way to toggle on this feature so you show me where you're actually charging me. Because this whole Ticketmaster, StubHub, bullshit fees thing is, like, it reached the end of the rope with the American public, myself included. And so for them to be like, oh, no, it's actually going to be 33. Okay, but to move past all of this stuff, I'm like, you know what? F StubHub, that sucks. But I'm already, like, mentally committed to doing this. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's an extra five that they're milking from the teat. Fuck them, but let's do it anyways. I click on it. This ticket is supposed to be held for me, right? I put it in my queue, my cart, whatever. I check out. I put in my CVV code, and I get an error message saying, sorry, someone else claimed this ticket. So on top of StubHub's bullshit fees, they say, oh, this ticket is reserved for you for the next 10 minutes. That's not really true. So I then continue to refresh all the way up to game time 120 and just never found anything anywhere close i was hovering around like a 35 36er but it's just sort of like you know what i wanted to go to Oktoberfest. so what happened i uh, i turned on the radio put in my headphones and i went up to lincoln square to um watch the parade and before we get to the parade all of this is to say when you need to fresh do something snappier and new call the experts at cuts by Q. And of course, our good friends, the Samson Q2U series for crisp, clear audio quality from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the entire Pentateuch. And you can get into some of those Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the Epistles, Ephesians, Philippians, Mamma Mia, yada, yada, yada. Uh, when God speaks, he uses Samson. But yeah, then... Uh, and I do apologize if you've made it this far, 19 minutes in. We're going to wrap it up soon because I, I and honestly, I came into the show thinking, like, brainstorming about this episode all day, thinking, like, what do I want to do with this? Um, we could do, like, Oktoberfest food, beer, power rankings. And frankly, I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel funny today. I just feel like lone wolf pack not in like a like sad lonely way but i'm just like doing my thing today drinking my beer having a fun saturday like doing all stuff myself like texted a bunch of people got like no responses to go hang out like Oktoberfest. so i'm just personally like just doing my thing which is fine it's one of those things where like once you have a kid the idea of just like oh just me and my thing will be absolutely glorious and so maybe i'm just going getting warmed up for that anyways went up to um i don't i forgot what my thought was oh um this is there's there's nothing else uh, crazy happening on this show although let's say this before we we get any further into this muck m-u-c-k and we will wrap it up shortly let's let you know that today's palindrome of the day is bib b-i-b now if you're a fan of the actress leslie bib the uh, blonde actress from, uh, you know her from Talladega Nights or a number of other productions, Leslie Bibb. She's married to um, Adam McKay, I think. Is that right? That's who she's married to. I don't recall. But uh, that would not be a palindrome, B-I-B-B. 
B-I-B, and uh, on the other hand, if you're a baby or an infant, that is a palindrome. And today's trivia question of the week. So we, I spent the last couple hours up in Lincoln Square, which we're just now getting to, um, at Oktoberfest. So they, uh, it's German-American weekend slash Oktoberfest up in Lincoln Square. Uh, I went last time with Rachel, just the two of us. And I think I've probably been other times. I don't recall, though, personally. But I went up there uh, today. Yeah, the Cubs game in my ears and went up and knew there was a parade that goes from, like, Lincoln and Montrose to Lincoln and Western, essentially. So, like, 0.7 miles, more or less. Excuse me. And last year when we went up there, we got there just at the tail end of it. And I was like, can't let that happen again. So I took the brown line up there myself and uh, got there early, got a good spot. Kind of got squeezed out by some kids hungry for candy, but I, you know, held my ground. I kind of shoved them out of the way, you know, so you eat grass, basically. Uh, but I had a good spot. I mean, we saw, we, it was just me. Who am I kidding? Multiple personality distort, <laughs> distorter over here. Uh, you know, some uh, junior high marching bands, this cool guy on stilts. Um, this, uh, stein of beer that had legs and he was walking. It was pretty cool. So the, uh, the Lincoln square Oktoberfest, uh, it's the 101st Oktoberfest this year is the 37th annual, uh, Stuber, von Steuben, von Steuben, V-O-N space S-T-E-U-B-E-N, von Steuben parade. Uh, 37th, I think, this year. But my question in this week's Beantown Podcast trivia question of the week is a two-parter. So, number one, tell me where the first ever Oktoberfest occurred. Like, where in the world? Get as specific as you can. I'm looking for city and country. So, that's number one. Uh, part two is just closest wins our big Oktoberfest prize in 2023. Can't tell me the year that the first Oktoberfest took place. So, again, two-parter. Number one, tell me where it took place, the first ever one. And, again, again, I'm looking for city and state. And number two, whoever is closest. I don't care if you're above, under. This is not prices right. Just get physically, numerically closest. Whoever is closest wins a big prize. What year did the first ever Oktoberfest take place you can email your responses to beantown podcast at yahoo.com you can uh x at us tweet at us uh beantown cast or i am at white buns with a z i will say this about twitter slash x i knew you know when when um ethan not ethan elon elon is his name i'm thinking like tom cruise mission impossible ethan hunt oh i knew when elon like fucked up that it was going to mess up Twitter in some way. And I think you can make arguments both ways for like layout and functionality, whatever. But I personally just, just me, I did not anticipate Twitter like becoming as much of a ghost town as it has for, and just, that's just me and like the accounts that I follow and the accounts that follow me. I feel like Twitter for a long time was number two after Facebook in terms of like actual like written communication and Instagram has been around for a while, but it's good for pictures and images and videos and like there are other things it does. But, but for me, it was like Facebook was really great for like staying connected 
and then Twitter was number two, and I just had like a big, not a big following or community or anything like that, but just like I trusted that I could because it had happened every time in the past. Like I could tweet something and get engagement. I could tweet at someone and like they would respond back. Twitter, I'm only speaking for Twitter slash X. It feels like a total ghost town. I will literally just like scroll down my news feed and it will take me like 10 seconds of scrolling before I like catch up to four hours ago tweet. I don't know personally if this is just I only follow like dormant accounts or if it's like Twitter is saying like or X Elon Musk is saying like, oh, no, we're going to we're going to mess up your algorithm so much that it only shows you X, Y, Z, whatever. But, man, I knew, I mean, it's been, what, like a year plus now, around a year, a little more than a year since, like, the whole Elon, like, Twitter deal went through. And I really thought, like, the, the, honestly, this is kind of how I felt about Donald Trump when he, like, became president in 2016, where it's like, okay, we talk all this bad stuff, like, this could happen, that could happen, this could get really bad. But for me, and me, I'm just naive, I guess, but I always thought, like, Oh, it's not going to be that bad. Like they might have their own like personal flair or like, you know, way to do things, but it's not going to change the entire like platform. Like Elon's not going to change the entire user base or Trump's not going to like fuck up the entire country. And here we stand, I guess, uh, seven years and one year later, two years later, like, nope, I was wrong. So there you go. If you want the answer, uh, lo and behold, long after we actually introduced it to this week's trivia question, the first ever Oktoberfest was held in, if you need more time to guess, go ahead and pause now. The first ever Oktoberfest was held in Munich, Germany. And apparently some of our friends are going to Munich in like two weeks. Uh, like multiple friends, though, not just like one couple, but like lots of people said oh we're gonna go to europe this time and i don't know what happened if we just like didn't get the invite or not not standing here to complain but i i don't know like i guess personally i would need to know like how um expensive this trip to munich was i got a good view into the uh, neighbor's window here i'm not going to give you the full geometry uh, breakdown of this courtyard, but we have new neighbors as of maybe three, two, two to three months ago. They have been watching Shameless every single night since they moved in, and it makes me curious about how many episodes of Shameless are there versus how much do they watch a night? Is it we're doing like half an episode a night? I know Shameless was around for a long time, the great Chicago show. I watched the first season personally, but I mean. I guess I, I I get it to a certain extent, right? I feel like Rachel and I have been watching The Shield. It's her first time, my second time, but we've been watching that for maybe two two to three months now, right? So I guess uh, Shameless is probably even longer than that from a sheer watchability perspective. So I think the thing with that is, like, if you have to watch a show with one or more, with, with two or more people where it's, like, you're dependent on someone else's schedule to actually like commit to watching. I get it, right? You can have your like routine nights like Rachel and I have where like we get home from work. 
you know, we work out, we shower, whatever we need to do. Like, but you have dinner around like seven, and then it's like okay, from eight to ten, more or less, is like let's watch our shows, and you can get two episodes in an hour long show. Um, whereas if it's just me, it's like I'll pop on a that bad boy at work, right? Not every single day is slow or by any means, but like if you have like a casual Thursday, it's getting towards the end of the week. No one's really like bothering you. You're just kind of like in your office. I'm there if anyone needs anything, I promise you. But like I might watch two or three episodes of whatever just because I got time and it's on my second monitor. Um, I did watch the first couple episodes of uh, South Side, which is a originally Comedy Central season one and then picked up by HBO for season two and three. Um and I've seen the first part of season one. Still waiting for them to kind of come into their own, but I appreciate the Chicago references. Uh, pretty solid if you're just looking for, like, standard basic laughs. The best kind. If you're curious to finish off this week's trivia question in a podcast that has just been literally all over the place, the uh, not only was the first ever Oktoberfest in Munich... But part two of this question, the year, it took place in the year 1810. 1810 was the year. That's classic, like, Beethoven kind of country, right? 1810 Germany. It's got Beethoven written all over it. I wonder if he was at the first ever Oktoberfest. It's about 7 7.10 p.m., here in Chicago, the lights are about to come on inside for the rest of the night. I'm going to find something to watch. To give you, a, give you a brief summary of today, Saturday, Oktoberfest, Chicago, Lincoln Square. I took an edible about 1.30. I'm coming off of it now, but I had you know beer at Oktoberfest. I walked down to Burning Bush Brewery, had beer there. I'm drinking a Lagunitas right now. I've got some more ready and uh, fired up to go for tomorrow, Sunday 1st. Sunday of the NFL season, Thursday night, we had uh, the Chiefs fall to the Lions. Give credit to the Lions for sure for, like, hanging around and ending up on top. But the Chiefs just, like, found literally a gazillion ways to lose and checked off all the boxes. That's not to take anything away from the Lions. That's just to say, hey, if you're thinking, like, oh, the Chiefs might be, like, like done this year. They didn't have Kelsey. They didn't have Chris Jones. And if literally any of their wide receivers had caught a pass in less five minutes of the game they would have won so there's uh the chiefs are still very much a force but uh we're going to be watching vikings and bucks vikings and buccaneers 1 p.m here first time in a long time i don't know the history of broadcasting rights and stuff but it's an nfc game versus nfc and noon now tv networks have access to whatever they want to do this game's on uh, CBS tomorrow, which just feels wrong, right? It's like, oh, this is a quintessential NFC game. Let's put it on CBS. Usually NFC and uh, as Fox, CBS, AFC, Sunday night, NBC, Monday night, ESPN, ABC, Thursday night, Prime. Used to be NFL Network. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to be watching that tomorrow. Go Vikes. And then Bears Packers right after that here in Chicago. I might pull up StubHub just casually after we finish recording just to see what the price is. Not going, like, 
I all the way down to Soldier Field. If you're curious, okay, so hey, Quinn, what would we talked earlier about this? Like, what would the Cubs ticket have to come down? I literally live a block and a half away, and I was like twenty eight bucks. Bears Packers, what would the ticket have to come to come down to? I would, I will hold myself to this. To a certain extent, although I wouldn't want to duck out of the Vikings game early. I think if it comes down under 70, that's when I might consider it. But even then, it's like, okay, if you get a ticket for 69 bucks, you still got to take the train down there. That's You're not getting back till 8 o'clock at night. And it's a work night. So, anyways, to summarize, fun day, all hanging out alone, Oktoberfest, Cubs game. Going to make some supper here, watch some TV, and then Vikings start the year tomorrow. Wish us luck, okay, from all of us at Beantown Networks. Wish us luck that we can uh, win a a Super Bowl for the first time ever this year. Uh, I'm going to stop rambling here, 34 minutes. I don't have no no idea what we talked about the last half hour. I'm off the edible now. It's been five and a half, six hours, but, you know, just I need to eat something. Uh, I'm not going to keep you on any longer. We got our trivia, our palindrome. My name's Quinn. We did our ad reads. Thank you for supporting our show. If you can give us a five-star rating on uh, Spotify, Apple, um, Stitcher, rest in peace. Stitcher is done. Wherever you listen to us, if you can give us a five-star rating and write to us, let us know. Podcast at yahoo.com, what you appreciated about this show. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, next week is Riot Fest. Death Cab and Postal Service 20th year anniversaries for Give Up and uh, Transatlanticism. And then weekend after that, going up to Minneapolis, my first ever Minnesota Vikings home game. So, dude, I am severely pumped for the next two weekends. Like, fun stuff is happening. Thank God. My name is Quinn. This was my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. Everyone, October Fest is here. September's here. Happy fall. We made it football season. I'm pumped. Cue up our outro music. Stay in touch with us. I will check in on you next time. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye. Yeah.